on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. We have an update for you on the show today uh, that's going to change some things. And this is going to be good because last week, let's be honest, I was shamed with the mother-in-law flight situation. Lauren's mom is coming to visit. We're paying for her flights. And to save $120, I have her having a layover in Oakland. Couple so, layovers. No, one layover. It's Both one, ways. Yeah, there's a layover there. There's a layover yeah. back. But I saved $120. And, man, I got roasted, right? I mean, the text line was unforgiving. Uh, yeah, right? I think people are still mad about it. Well, uh, now it's your turn because I hope people shame you. And I hope that the way I was treated with no Thank respect you. last week and how everyone said I'm a terrible son-in-law and how dare I try to save money and make my mother-in-law go to Oakland and all these delays and layovers. Well, if you remember, months ago we talked about, well, just actually, I guess it was a month or two ago, we talked about your pickleball incident. So catch everyone up what you oh did my to gosh. my dad, oh your my father-in-law. What did you do to your father-in-law playing pickleball? About this again? <laughs> we were at a family reunion. I was playing pickleball with Joey's dad. Well, we were playing doubles, and it was Joey and I, and then Joey's parents. No, I wasn't there. You were playing well, with my sister. There? Oh, your sister. Whoever. I watched it happen. You <laughs> sick, you sick spectator. person. <laughs> So I'm uh I went with like this little dink shot just that just barely made it right over the net and Joey's dad had to run for it. And we're on this huge concrete slab. It wasn't even a real pickleball court and he's running for it to get the ball, trips himself up, falls, smacks onto his face, his shoulder, his arm and he cut up in his face. It was pretty bad. It was scary. Bleeding. Oh, you know, and he had we had to turn him over, clean him all up. I was like, call an ambulance. My, yeah, mind you, my dad is almost 70, okay? So he's getting up there. But he's all right? fine. He's recovered well. Oh, he is. Well, they're Ish. in town for visiting, and uh, his face looks fine. His yeah. face, he's got a little bruise, and so I said, oh, looks like everything's good. And my mom and my dad go, uh, not so much. I said, well, what's going on? My dad goes, oh, I'm, I've got an MRI. They believe that I've torn my rotator cuff, and I'm going to need surgery. You tore my dad's rotator cuff, you animal, because you had to win pickleball in the, I mean, it's, you're playing, you're playing two, you know, my parents aren't older, but they're in their late sixties now and you had to beat them in pickleball. So you tore my dad's rotator cuff. So they're, they're heading out of town. I didn't his shoulder and like rip it apart. He fell. I did not cause him to fall. So I think tomorrow they've got a, they've got a doctor's woman. He's got to get an MRI and they fear that it's torn and he's got to have surgery. Way to go. Bad. Way to go. <laughs> so this bad. is what I want because I got roasted on the text line for wanting to save money. Will we please roast Lauren and saying, Lauren, you have now injured Joey's dad to where he needs surgery because you were so competitive in pickleball and now you should pay for the surgery. You're kidding. You really think I should have to pay for it? They the have surgery? insurance, so insurance is going to cover some. But if there's anything off the top, oh, I think you need to send over your but credit it was card. An accident. It's not like I purposely was like, I want to watch this old man burn. Like, I just literally hit the ball and I didn't realize he was going to fall. Do you feel bad? Because last night you had already gone to bed, but like, he was just, I mean, he was sitting on our couch and he was going, oh, man. Yeah, oh. I do feel bad because he's been with us a couple of days and I've watched him just clutch his shoulder. And like rub it, and he's been taking like pain medication for it. And your mom's this been rubbing like his shoulder. This happened like a month and a half ago. I know. 
I feel really bad. <laughs> just just roast Lauren. If you're going to roast me about my problems as a son-in-law, so, roast Lauren for being a bad daughter-in-law. So you want to know if people think I should be responsible for paying yes. for his rotator cuff surgery. What should Lauren do? Maybe you don't think Lauren should pay for it, but how do you repay a man that is 70 years old and about to have rotator cuff surgery? Maybe I should get him a little gift or something. It better be a good gift. It's a rotator cuff, and he's 70. Do you know what the recovery is like for a 70-year-old with rotator cuff surgery? He's not some young, spry 23-year-old anymore. You evil, evil person. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what if this causes, okay. like, major issues for the rest of his life? I, it could. It easily could. Well, so, maybe he shouldn't have been playing pickleball. So, oh, now you're going to blame my dad <laughs> for being active? Like, that's what they're told to do. As you get older in life, stay active. Active, but he fell. So maybe he shouldn't have. <laughs> You're making this ten times worse. The man has to have surgery, and look at you. So what should Lauren do? If my dad, in fact, needs surgery, which he says they probably said he will need surgery, so he'll get an MRI. Let's say he needs surgery. What should Lauren do? Should she pay for the surgery? Should she send over some money, flowers, chocolates? How should you repay my sweet, sweet father? That is just, I mean, in a very (laughs) dire situation. 68719, you can text us. We'll get to your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. There is a king of Saudi Arabia. Okay, his name is Salman bin Abdul Aziz. Okay. If I said that correctly, he's traveling to Indonesia. So when you travel, you bring luggage. You've yeah, got sure. things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, You've got sure. your suitcase, maybe, maybe a carry-on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you check a bag. Uh, this guy is so rich and lavish and wealthy and all the things. He's bringing so much luggage. It's 506 tons. That's how much tons? it weighs. Equal to 240 elephants or 300 cars. For a trip? <laughs> yes. His luggage includes two Mercedes-Benz. Just in case the first one breaks down. I don't even know what kind of thing. Uh, lim- limousines. Two electric elevators. The air freight company in charge of the hall needs 572 workers to effectively arrange the transports. You got all the weight from those How people. do you bring an elevator? That's a I very know. interesting. Portable elevator? I don't know. I didn't even know um, there was such a thing. He's also taking a huge entourage. It's a nine-day trip. He's taking 1,500 It's only nine days? <laughs> it's only nine days? He's bringing 10 ministers, 25 princes, and at least 100 security personnel. Well, you got to have your 10 ministers just in case, you know, you need a prayer or something. Exactly. That's insane. I guess this isn't new for Saudi Arabia, like, royalty. This is something that, that is normal. That they do? Normal. They just got to bring their stuff? He, he normally brings an entire, I don't know, entourage There's, with there's moms trip. out there of four kids that are like, yeah, been there, done that, little uh, prince, okay? <laughs> I know what that's uh, like. King. Sorry, king. He's a king. I know what that's like. Where's the cutoff? If the cutoff is not two Mercedes, I would love to know. <laughs> I would love to know the list of stuff that didn't make the packing list. Right. <laughs> what was like an actual elephant? Is that the one that I like, got? Ah, no, we probably shouldn't bring the elephant this time. <laughs> Let's leave it home. Uh, Drew Barrymore has been talking a lot about uh, her ex husband's new wife. And ex husband, let me let me. Track yeah. That so here. her ex husband is now okay, remarried. Yeah, got so it, her, got it, got it. Drew Barrymore's ex husband's new wife. Is this on her talk show that she does? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore says that she absolutely worships the ground that she walks on, and she's weird, her biggest man. cheerleader. Weird. Super weird, right? I like, just think that's strange. There's relationships where you tolerate your ex's new boo, or you tolerate your ex in general, and maybe you guys get along and it's amicable. Yeah. But to, quote, worship the ground she walks on, she says, I am obsessed with my ex-husband's wife. I love her. 
that's weird. But Don't I guess say it's that better out loud. than hating each other. And no, I mean it's weird. yes. If you, this is a better scenario, I'm not saying you should hate them, but it's just odd to me that you'd be that obsessed right. with somebody that's now with your who used to be your husband. Right. You hear things like this a lot when a former president is no longer president. Some of their staff will say and speak out about different things oh, that for sure, yeah. habits they had or yeah. things they liked or disliked. Like when former President Trump had the little Diet Coke button. Which in the I still Oval think office. is awesome. Uh, man, what I would do for a Diet Coke button. <laughs> okay, so the latest is uh, former President Trump's former press secretary, uh, I guess, has a tell all book. And in the book, she talks about how whenever he was angry or upset, they wanted, or he wanted them to play his favorite show tunes. Oh, I like that. Like memory. This was one of his favorites. <laughs> That's awesome. So he's just got he's just got a list of songs ready to go. When I when he was mad and upset or anything isn't this was from, bothering uh, him. Isn't this cats. from Wicked? Oh, Cats. That's what this is from. That's that is a good song. Uh, cracks me up. I love stuff like this. I love hearing kind of inside scoops. But yeah. imagine you're you're in a big meeting at the White House. You got all these nations. You're like, hold on, I'm getting angry. <laughs> Play the song. Yeah. Roll the tape. Yeah, yeah. Play some cat. I thought you were going to say like it was going to be like, uh, what's the full house one? Oh. Uh, it's it, on TV. No, no, no. These are show tunes that he likes. Oh, gotcha. Show so tunes. just like Broadway and stuff. Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart. The uh, prank battle continues because yeah. now Nick Cannon apparently broke into Kevin Hart's airplane hangar and wrapped his private jet in a huge mural oh, of wow. Nick Did, Cannon's face. Well, Kevin Hart put Nick Cannon's real phone number on a billboard in LA. That's messed up because now he's got to change his number. It just won't quit. They That's keep amazing. going at it. Uh, Law & Order, the original Law & Order series will be returning to NBC. It's like 12 years later, but it's actually coming back. Um, so I know a lot of people are excited about this. I saw my Facebook blow up talking about it. I don't know. I was never a fan of I'm never. Order. I think I've seen maybe one episode. I remember I watched an episode in college yeah. in my broadcasting classes, and I just loved the really? start. Boom, boom. Yeah. Fox has picked up a new dance competition series. You know I'm going to love this. Oh, no, gosh. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> it's going to be called The Real Dirty Dancing, and it's going to debut uh, next season, I believe, and competitors are going to include people kind of like Dancing with the Stars, where you're going to have celebrities oh or big gosh. names come in Why and dance. People, they've, they've obviously figured out that people love singing and dancing shows because yep. there's the masked dancer, which I know no one watches that and goes, oh, I've seen those hips move before. That is <laughs> definitely Will I Am. Howie from Backstreet Boys is one of the contestants. Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette's going to oh, be okay. on there. Uh, WWE star is going to be on there. So, Lame. you know, I'm going to watch it. And those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey's Phone Janks. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. And today on the Phone Janks, I get to be DJ Spark Plug. What? DJ, I get to be a DJ. So um, Josh reached out to us. His friend David is planning a surprise retirement party for his dad. And Josh reached out and said, hey, I actually know a DJ, which he really does. In real life, he's going to help him with the music. But he's like, could you mess with him and... You can be the guy I'm, like, oh, referring. Pretend to be the DJ. So I call David, say, hey, I'm a friend of Josh. I'm going to be the DJ for your dad's retirement party, and my name is DJ Sparkplug, and I'm here to get lit, all right? Oh, my <laughs> and he's gosh. not happy about it, and it's the phone, Jenks. Hello? Hey, is this uh, David? Yeah, who's this? David, this is DJ Sparkplug. How you doing? Wah, wah, wah. Josh sent me, so I just wanted to say hi. Excited for your uh, your dad's retirement party, it sounds like. You want to get this party lit, fam, you know what I'm saying? 
How you doing? Yes, but uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So you so you know Josh, and he he uh, told you to call me. Yeah, Josh told uh, me to call you. My name is DJ Spark Plug, by the way. So uh, I know we can do autographs okay. and stuff later. Uh, you probably heard of my stuff. It's on YouTube, SoundCloud. So I just want to let you know, man. I am ready to get yeah. this party crazy. I know your dad has worked okay. a long time. Well, and yeah. So we're gonna get a lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, I just. I don't know that it's going to be that kind of a thing. Like, it's my dad, so it's kind of a little more mellow. Just wanted some live, fun music, you know. Oh, I can um, do that. Well, I can do that. I can, we, we're going to do beatboxing. We're going to do some remixes. I've got a, I've got a foam machine. I, I got a foam pit that we're going to bring out. We're going to, we got bottle service with girls and sparklers. I don't, I don't, I don't think we need all that, though. Like, it's, uh, I don't need remixes. I, I certainly don't need beatboxing. Like, he's not that kind of guy. Like, I don't. A foam pit, he might hurt himself and his friends. I, I don't uh, want any of that stuff. I just want sort of a mellow vibe. <laughs> mellow. You're talking with DJ Sparkplug with four Gs. You better respect it. DJ Sparkplug, man. I, I don't mess around. What are, you, what are you talking about here? What's your favorite song? Give me, give me a favorite song. I'm, I'm going to prove to you that you need to hire me. What's, what's one of your favorite songs right now? You got something? Um, uh, Is there anything? Let's you want? say... Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Okay, okay. What do you got? You hear that? Like, rage. I'm not very familiar. We normally play, like, pop music and hip-hop, but, like, we can mix. If he likes the Beatles, we can do Hey Jude, and we can make a beat drop out of it. So it's like, Hey Jude, Hey Jude, that's just a sample. I appreciate the effort, but I don't. That's not really my dad's thing. Like he does like the Beatles, but I think that would not he would not like that. So I don't I don't know that this is a good fit. Wow, man! So you just don't appreciate good good DJing? I got it. I got it. You want something a little bit mellow? Right. So we'll we'll just do like some classic. Like we'll do some Eminem and we'll do some Usher. How about some Confessions? These are my confessions, maybe. You know, like some really love music. You want something like that? Yeah. You, no, I don't. It doesn't need to be like that. No, I, I think it's just more calm tunes from the yeah the yeah okay right, man. I don't know. listen I, I first and foremost i thank you already josh said you're already going to pay me the 400 and we'll just do the 400 later we're going to make this party now? great josh told me you already are going to pay the 400 dollar deposit which is guaranteed so i just want to thank no, you we'll get these no, things i'm fig- not going to pay 400 no I, I don't know you like I, this is the first time <laughs> i've ever spoken to you i'm not giving you 400 dollars. i'm sorry did you just say you don't know dj spark plug you don't know who I am. I don't, no, I don't know who you are. I'm DJ no, Spark Plug, man. DJ, I've never heard of DJ Spark. Plug. I've got 18 never. subscribers on YouTube. That's 18. That's one eight on my YouTube. I do the hottest mixes around. I don't know if you're on YouTube a lot, but 18 is not a lot of people. It's subscribing. 18 more than you have. Do you have a YouTube channel with 18 subscribers? No, DJ Spark Plug does. That's me. No, because I don't do that. I'm not a. DJ trying to promote myself. Oh, okay. So no, I okay. Don't. All right. Well, you're gonna have the lamest retirement party ever for your dad. The lamest. In fact, I bet you everybody Is this on. How you get business? You call people up and insult them, and then this is a. Hey, that's D- how you get work. Like, DJ you, DJ Spark Plug is DJ Spark Plug. Like I don't know the the idea that you don't even know who I am. You don't know how I roll. You I mean, can keep saying your name all you want it's not gonna make me know who you are all right well i'm gonna spark plug out of here and tell your friend josh that this is actually joey from joey and lauren in the morning and this is a phone janks and there's no dj spark oh, plug. come on <laughs> really? there's no dj spark plug gosh. trying to crash your dad's surprise oh, retirement party <laughs> i wanted to punch dj spark plug so bad 
I think oh I do God. too. I had to pretend to be him and I wanted to punch him. So imagine how I feel. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren and let's get to make up or break up. Damien is with us uh, trying to get a hold of Rachel. Gone out a couple of times. Now he's second guessing everything. And going from things are good to she gave a weird response and now no response at all. That's Yay. called the trifecta, <laughs> where you just see them slowly uh, fading away. Right. So uh, let's talk to Damien, get all caught up here on his uh, dates with Rachel. Hello, Damien. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate you. Okay, so you have gone out with Rachel a couple of times, and you said like you're just kind of second-guessing things because it feels like she's just losing interest as time goes on. Yeah, well, at this point, she's not even responding to anything. I'm completely ghosted at this point. Okay, so not getting a single response. So what about the most recent time you saw her? So I know you've gone out a couple of times, but this second time, what was that like? So the first time we just had lunch, um, but, you know, the second date we uh, we had dinner, and, you know, I picked her up, and we went to a really nice place, had a great time. And, um, you know, I'm thinking, hey, everything's going well. And, uh, you know, I, I, I dropped her off. And I'm just trying to, you know, set a date. We can we can hang out again. And she actually told me, she's like, well, let me look at my schedule and see if I can make it work. <laughs> see I if I can make like, it work. Um, okay. And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that seems a little cold of a response unless she's a busy person. And she's like, let me actually look at my schedule. Um, and then since then, have you heard from her at all or? Well, I did, you know, I, I didn't message her for like three or four days. And then I, you know, I kind of texted her back and. Um, and then, and then there was nothing like cricket. Wow. Okay. I, yeah. I agree. The, the, yeah, totally confused. The schedule text is, it's not the rudest thing. It is not the friendliest. You're right. It feels more like a, yeah, let me see. I mean, if I invited my friend to do something like, oh, I'll see if it works in my schedule, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not that important. And you would right. think a date or dating someone is top priority as far as things to do. Obviously, if she has work mm-hmm. or things like that. All right, well, Damien, um, so you now are getting no response, so what we'll do is we'll play a song, we'll come back, we'll call Rachel and see if we can figure this out, all right? Okay, awesome. Thank you. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. We just talked to Damien they went out a couple of times. He thought everything was great. And then she was like, oh, yeah, well, when we go again, let me see if I can fit it in my schedule. So then he waited for a while and then reached out again and now no response. So she goes from, yeah, let's go out. Uh, let me look at my schedule. Uh, I've never talked to you again. Yeah, definitely something's going on, like losing interest, like you mentioned before. I, it sucks because at this point, you know what Damien's doing. He's going through his head yeah. thinking, did I say something? Does she not like the way I look? Did I do something? Did I not do something? And and that's always really hard. I wonder, was she dating Damien and somebody else? Somebody else is progressing more, so maybe yeah. she was interested. Now, oh, my gosh, I really like this guy, and now I don't want to lead Damien along. I don't know. Let's talk to Rachel. Hello? Hello. Is this uh, Rachel? Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's this? This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hi. How, how are Hi. you? I'm, I'm great. I'm Hi. Good. You probably Hi. might have a pretty good idea why we might be calling you, um, especially oh, no. if you're a fan of the show. <laughs> uh, Damien? I imagine you've gone on some dates recently. <sighs> I'm talking about Damien. Oh, oh God. 
yeah, I would be. I would be on this show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You're like, I did this to myself. Well, Damien is also a big fan of the show. That's why he reached out to us. So uh, you probably know Damien's on the line. We want to know what's going yeah. on. Um, from what he told us is you were excited about another date. Then you said, let me see if I can get in my schedule. And then you just stopped responding. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hey, Damien. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So this is, this is what it was. Um, I, I had a lot of fun at lunch. I was looking forward to going to dinner, but okay. So you guys, when, when Damien picked me up and we drove to the restaurant, I knew immediately that we wouldn't be able to go out again. Because he does this thing when he's driving where, like, we'll be going, we would, we would go down a hill or take a big corner, and he would go, wee! <laughs> okay, what the Okay, what? I thought you were about to say when he drives. He's, he's crazy. Maybe he's a crazy driver or road rage, but he says, wee? Could you do that again? Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I'm not going to let Damien get shamed like this. What are we doing? What is going on here? That is not a reason. Explain. Was this a constant thing? It was was literally every time we took a a large turn or went down a hill. And I think one time we went up a hill also. (laughs) And it was... It was just so weird, and I'm I'm just a very reserved person, and it takes me a long time to we in front of people, <laughs> and I just didn't feel like it was a good match. And I thought like with dinner it would be better, but but then on the way home he did the same thing, no, and no, I just no. kind of froze, well, and and I'm Damien. I'm sorry. I just couldn't get behind the we. <laughs> I, I I am I cannot believe you. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, explain. I even, I honestly, I don't even remember doing it. I mean, you know, I, I, I just like to have fun. You know, I thought I had like you know food in my teeth the whole night. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's the fact that you say we around a turn. How many turns were you guys going on? Well, it was like what, like a like a fifteen minute drive. So so there were yeah. there were a couple, and we parked in that in that lot with the ramp. So um, there yeah, was there were yeah. a lot of opportunities I mean, there. <laughs> I mean, it is a good I ramp. You're right. This is this is ridiculous. I, 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 no, I can't I can't get it. I just like to have fun. You know, I'm, I apologize if that kind of freaks you out a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's you though. You shouldn't apologize for like being yourself. It just wasn't a good match for Wait, me. Was this a feeling of like he's he's immature, he's juvenile, and I want someone who's more refined and. I don't know. Explain to me your thought process as it's happening, because I I agree it'd be kind of weird if the guy I'm going on a date with did that, but it's kind of funny too. It, it was, but I I really I I it did feel like very immature, and which is some people like, but I I really want to be someone who is a lot more refined, it's, is more held back with their emotions. Uh, this in, is insane. in that kind of setting. I, I am team we on this one. I really am. I, I think this is a fun. I thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Damien. Yeah, but wouldn't, you, it get we annoying, all the, wouldn't it be kind of annoying if you're you're driving and the person just every single time we we? That's what I'm like, trying. Is that a little annoying? I can see going around a corner and be like, oh we, but you're making it sound like he's freaking Mario and Mario Kart and going we. It's Mario. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. I'm just not. No. Rachel, I think I was just excited to to be around. Oh, you. I, see, you know, I think I was nervous oh. too. You know, you know. Uh, what if what if we do this? We would pay for another date. We would pay for oh. you guys to go out again, Rachel. Damien, would you be would you be willing to promise no wheeze? Going around corners and not having yeah. fun, just being a serious yes, I, driver. I will contain myself. Oh, my gosh. This is so dumb. All right. uh, We will get you guys set up, and I am still confused, uh, but we will get you guys all paid, and uh, maybe we'll just get an Uber driver so no one has to wee around corners. Or you both can wee in the back seat. Yes. There you go. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Uh, Let's get a quick recap before we dive into the... uh, Fiery Inferno, that is the text line that is so many of you that text into the show, and we appreciate it. Uh, So if you remember, uh, it was back in the summer. We were at a family reunion, and we were playing pickleball. Lauren and my sister were playing against my parents, and Lauren had this little dink shot, this little skill shot, and my dad tried to run and get it. My dad's almost 70, fell over, got bloodied up. It was this big deal. Well, my parents are visiting now, and we got an update. He is probably going to have to have rotator cuff surgery. Because he tore his rotator cuff. Yeah, he hurt his shoulder pretty bad. So I (laughs) said, okay, last week I was called a bad son-in-law, right? Last week I was called a terrible son-in-law by many of you because I wanted to save 120 bucks. So I'm making Lauren's mom, we're paying for a flight. I'm making her take a layover in Oakland. To save money. And 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 she's watching our son for free. I got a fiery inferno that was the text line. And so I said, all right, should Lauren pay for the surgery? If it's all about being a good son-in-law or daughter-in-law... Should Lauren pay for my dad's surgery because it's your fault he got injured playing pickleball? Okay, a lot of people are saying maybe not pay for the surgery, uh, but this one says Lauren could pay for any physical therapy that he might need because the surgery is probably very expensive. We got a message from Camille that says she tore her rotator cuff and the, they actually decided not to have surgery and did physical therapy and everything was fine. My dad said they're leaning towards surgery because it's that bad. Um, this is actually backfiring on you big time. People just hate me at this point. How is this backfiring on me? I'm the one that didn't injure somebody. (laughs) This text, Joey, you did something intentionally. Lauren had an indirect and completely accidental incident with your dad. I'm actually a little annoyed that you're trying to turn us all on Lauren. (sighs) This is so stupid. I, I get called a terrible person for wanting to save some money, all while being paying for someone to fly and see us. Yet Lauren injures my 70 year old father. And everyone's saying that she's a saint. This text says Lauren should absolutely not feel bad. Joey's dad knew what he was getting into when he agreed to play. No, when- Accidents happen, and that's just how sports go. I accidentally booked a flight that wasn't direct, and I saved $120. <laughs> so it says it's not her fault. Part of the sport. Joey <laughs> Joey purposely booked the flight. She didn't <laughs> purposely hurt him. Come on, Joey. I mean, you purposely went for a little dink shot to make him run, <laughs> and you shouldn't make a you shouldn't make my father run. Uh, it was an accident, but you could pitch in and help pay if you felt like it. Uh, this one says, "Get him a new pickleball racket." What are you um, thinking of doing, by the way? I mean, honestly, I, I, what are you thinking? I don't know. I Anything? honestly didn't even think about it until you brought it up today, and now I'm feeling more guilty. So, I don't know, get him a gift? or I mean, if you if you got injured based on somebody else's mistake, would you expect a little something-something if you had to get surgery? Maybe. Okay. But I wouldn't expect them to pay for my surgery if it truly was an accident. Uh, this texter says, definitely do not pay for it. Uh, Lauren should go be his nurse for a week. She has to take care of him. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, repayment for Joey's dad. Make sure you always have ice cream when he comes to visit and make it and serve him a bowl whenever he wants one. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, Joey's dad didn't have to run after the ball, so it's not Lauren's fault. He chose to run after it, so she doesn't need to pay for it. Just an unfortunate accident. So that's all you're going you're gonna to send a card that says, whoopsie, my bad, when he's got surgery? Good daughter-in-law you are. That's all I'm saying. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. We're throwing it back to what was the club you were in in high school? Or were you in a club? Were you cool enough to be in a club in high school? Lauren? <laughs> uh, I wasn't in any club that you might think I was in. I wouldn't call it a cool the club. Bad, the bad kids club. That's uh, what you were in. No, this was a little different. This was a little geeky. Um, hmm. How do I say this? <laughs> Uh, I'm it worried was, now. It was a small phase that I went through, and I had attended a club, maybe a course, if you will, that was a zombie apocalypse survival club. You were one of those nerds, okay? Yeah, you were. Did you uh, LARP? <laughs> did you have all those foam swords and you dressed no, up like knights and everything? I didn't do that, although that is really cool. Did no, you play this Quidditch? Was, this was legit. I had a friend, and maybe it's because I had a crush on a boy that was in this thing, and so I decided to join. But it basically was a group of students who got together to basically talk about a future zombie apocalypse that could happen. And what do you do in the case of people around you turn to zombies? And so he had like a whole PowerPoint, a chart. The guy you had a crush on (laughs) was obsessed with zombies? I think it was at his house, too, because we did it after school. Creepy. And there were a few of us, and he had this whole presentation and he had like a big easel with a huge notepad where we would draw and take notes and we'd talk about what to do You're in the nerd. event of a that is so stupid though no, i will say and you know this Who's was years be ago prepared then years Me, ago you. this is weird nowadays 2020 and uh, what all that craziness people are probably like okay maybe it's some um, it's gonna saying. be it's gonna be part of like the core education in 10 years from now be like and you got to prepare for the apocalypse it's called zass Z-A-S. It was called Zass. No, that's what I'm calling it now. Oh. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. What's the S survival? Day? Oh, survival. <laughs> Zaz. That's going to be a new class in school. I'm taking my Zaz. I'm a major in Zaz. Just say in case. what you want about me. I know what you're all thinking, but guess what? Zombies come. Who are you going to come running to for help? So, Your girl. can you give us a little behind the scenes look? Like, what's one pointer to deal with zombies? Can I you even remember? I, I don't. <laughs> Act like a zombie. Oh, yeah, go. yeah. Fit in with him. Oh, like, yeah. Like uh, with a bear. Act like a bear. Got Dep- it. Like be big like a bear. We still don't even know if that is totally accurate, that you're supposed to do that or play dead. Uh, it also depends on which bear. So yeah. don't don't um, take that advice from me. The club I was in, I joined chess club for like a half a second. So my brother, who's two years older than me and now a college professor, this makes sense. He's a, you know, a, a cool nerd. but he, He's very smart. Yes. He uh, was big into chess. And so we played a little bit one summer, and I thought, oh, okay, when school year comes around, I'm going to join the chess club. And it was really because the teacher that ran the chess club, I kind of had a crush on. And so, uh, I know, that's weird. And though though I quit because it was during lunch. And I'm like, well, what kind of club runs it during lunch? So you had to bring your lunch to chess club, which was annoying. Yeah. So... Everybody's getting their little PB&J yeah. fingers all over the king and queen. Yeah, you're eating like spaghetti and meatball, and then you're like, oh, let me move my pawn. And then you got marinara <laughs> all over the place. And I didn't like that I had to take my lunch to the classroom. It felt like work. You give up so easily. I do give up so easily. If, if things don't go exactly Joey's way, then I'm he's out. out.
That's why I was out of uh, chess club. I'm like, ah, I like my lunch by myself in the lunchroom. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to go and play chess and eat at the same time. I just want to focus on eating. I used to eat my lunch in the library. In well, I, so Boy, I switched you really schools. were a cool kid. Hang on. This is actually a tender subject for me, okay? And this is a good PSA for all the kids out there to be nice to everybody and make good friends. Okay. Because... Uh, this was my sophomore year. I had started a new high school, and it was supposed to be my year. It was supposed to be the year of Lauren. The year of Lauren. I was going to a new school, fresh start. I was going to make new friends. I got mononucleosis right before school started. and Kissing I had, disease. <laughs> I couldn't go to school for two months because I was so sick. So when I went to school and I started... I now kind of missed that window to make all these new friends because everybody had already kind of formed their groups. And so when I came to school, I didn't have any friends. So I'd go eat my lunch in the library because I didn't want to sit alone in the lunchroom. Okay, that's sad. But I eventually made friends. But I will just was say. I wanna, well, no, we, it was a different they, school. Yeah. Befriend, befriend people. If you see someone who's alone and may, may need a friend, please go Especially talk to them. Especially if they I had mono that. from making out with a bunch of dudes. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I got it. Yeah, okay. It was chapstick. That's I right. I borrowed someone's chapstick. chapstick. You borrowed chapstick from one guy, gave it to another guy after you made out with him, <laughs> and it's a whole deal. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and I've got your uh, Joey life hack today. If you are buying headphones or speakers, test them out by playing Bro- Bohemian Rhapsody. It's got the complete set of highs and lows in instruments and in vocals. It's the ultimate test. I mean, that or makes just, sense. Or just listen to that. Yeah, what we I, just did. It's basically the same. Yeah, I think, I think you're going to get the same reaction. Mama, Do they still have, like, at the store in the entertainment section, when you go by the speakers and the sound systems, you can play a sample and you can just crank that volume up, like, as loud as you want with those Bose speakers? You know, that's a good question. I used to do that as a kid all the time. Yeah. I was that kid that would just go and mess with all the volume and all the things in the electronic oh, section. I remember as a kid with uh, video games, they had the demo section. I don't even think they do that anymore. But you used to have the controller and the screen up there, and you could used to play a demo, and you would wait. And I remember, like, going to Walmart as a kid, and you'd go around the corner, and you'd just hope there wasn't a snot-nosed brat kid there on the controller. There was always always a kid there that would stand there for hours while mom was doing shopping. It was the moms that dropped them off, and Mm -hmm. they were like, go get babysat by the demo game at Walmart. Go play the video game at Walmart. Yeah. I was like, oh, is your mom shopping? My mom. She dropped me off eight hours ago. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she's coming back at five when she's done with work. That's what it always was, Think man. Think of how gross those controllers. Oh, Ooh. yeah. The yeah. germs. COVID or not COVID. That's something you think about now all the time. You're like, oh, man, that's disgusting. This is really weird. I uh, saw this article about Cameron Diaz and her husband, Benji Madden. So, you know, her husband, Benji, he's a twin. Joel Madden, Joel and Benji. They're identical oh, okay. twins. Got it. Yes. And one's married to Hillary Duff, no, right? Uh, Nicole Richie. Oh, okay, gotcha. So Cameron Diaz is married to Benji Madden. Okay. And Nicole Richie is married to Joel Madden. And they were both in the band Good Charlotte. Yes. Okay. In case you didn't know that. Um, so Cameron Diaz was on a podcast recently where she was talking about her relationship with Benji and how they met. She was introduced to him by Nicole Richie and his brother Joel, his okay. identical twin. Got it. Now, when she met Benji... She was like, I, I saw him and I knew I'd, I'd never seen this man before. He was amazing. He was so different. He was my person. He was my other half. Our souls connected, all the things. Yeah. And she had to explain she is not attracted to her or her husband's identical twin, Joel. In so fact, when she met Benji, she felt like it was someone she had never seen before. 
But I'm like, he's he looks just like the Wait, guy. Wait, so she's saying I'm attracted to my husband, but I'm not attracted to his identical twin. Yes, she says they are totally different. No, that's a lie. You have to be right? attracted to a twin. I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird question, okay? And I would love if you are with a twin, 68719. Are you attracted to the twin? Text us. I am. I am dead serious. I am very curious. I'm not saying you need to act upon those feelings, but do you see and feel a sense of attraction to your partner's identical twin? You have to, right? Because they look the same. I think attraction is way more than just looks. And so I think if you're attracted to someone... There's probably subconsciously some other factors that go into it. but Who they are as a person, how they act, yeah, personality. To me, if you think you're, like, so let's say you're married to an identical twin, okay? And if you say, oh, I think my wife is very attractive, I'm sorry. You have to at least admit that her twin sister is also attractive because they look the same. So if you don't, then I just don't believe you. In fact, is it almost insulting if she's like, she's like, ugh, your brother Joel is ugly. Yeah, because you can't say that. So it would feel weird. You, you don't know have what to I mean? say you're attracted to them, but if you think you're, if you are with someone that's a twin, and you say, oh, the person I'm with is good looking, you have to admit that their twin is also good looking because they look the same. Now they don't look maybe yeah. identical, identical, but most twins. Yeah, they have a lot of the same features, obviously. So maybe that's what she means when she says she's not attracted you to have his to be twin attracted. brother. Maybe it's she's not attracted to him because they are so different. They are different people, right? Different likes, dislikes, interests, personalities. But yeah, you if, can't sit here and tell me you don't think he is physically attractive. You have right? to. You have to admit that they're physically attractive. And you're right. It would be an insult if you said, "No, no, no, my my husband." is attractive, but his identical twin is not, that's a lie because it's physically, you have to at least have somewhat of the same feelings. If you are the twin and your spouse says to you, I am not attracted to your twin. Yeah, that's an insult. It's an insult. But if they say, I'm attracted to your twin, you almost feel a little, you're attracted to my brother or you're attracted to my sister and then you get offended and it causes issues. If you were an identical twin. How do you handle that? I would have no problem admitting if you were an identical twin, no problem saying, yeah, I got the hots for your sister. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah, but let's take out the hots because that almost sounds like you want to The physical hots. No, no, no. I'm not not like saying they're my person, they're my soulmate, but I would say, yeah, I got the hots for them. I got the hots for you physically as a, <laughs> no, I, you have to say that. Yeah, but that, that has a different connotation. Okay. When you say you have, I have the hots for somebody, if you that call means me you hot, want to like be with them. If you call me hot and I have an identical twin, you have to say that they're hot too. You have to. Yes, but saying I have the hots for you is different than saying someone is good looking. If you say someone is hot or you have the hots for them, I yeah, don't even so know. that's so different. No, Think it's about not. It. You're using it as a, an action phrase. I have the hots for you, meaning I want to be with you. That's how I hear it. Yeah, I guess that maybe that makes sense. So maybe you say, Boy, I think you both are good looking. All I keep thinking about is it seems like being with a twin is a lot more problems Confusing. than you think. Because you're right. You don't want to say, oh, yeah, your twin is attractive, which makes sense because that's a little weird. But if you say, oh, you're attra- your twin's not attractive, then you're automatically saying they're not attractive. Yeah, so text us, 68719. I really want your thoughts on this, whether you are an identical twin or you're with an identical twin in a relationship let us know. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and we are going to play Listener versus Lauren. And today's contestant is Claire. Good morning, Claire. How are you? Good. I'm so amazing. I didn't think I was going to get on the show. I call in like every morning. Oh my gosh! And I'm guess so happy what? You, got through. you made it on the show. How does it feel? We picked up. Feels amazing. All right. Good. <laughs> awesome. So we are going to play Listener versus Lauren. All right. 
Uh, you have three questions okay. that you're going to battle against Lauren. So Lauren okay. is going to leave the studio Good right luck, now. Claire. So Claire, here's how the game works. Okay. We are going to ask you three questions. All right. And then we'll see how you do with these three questions. We'll bring Lauren back into the studio. She has not heard these questions. We'll ask her the same three. We'll see who does better. All right. Okay. All right. Claire, question number one. What color are Mario's shoes? Mario? Uh, brown. And you are correct. They are brown. Question number two. This is the number one producing chewing gum company in the United States. What um, what gum company is the number one producer in the United States? Extra, extra I think. Okay, extra. extra. Who's the company that owns Extra? I don't know. Okay, all right, no worries. No worries. I'm going to double check. I believe there's a company that owns Extra because I think Extra is just the brand, but I'm going to look it up right now just to make sure, Claire, because I want to make sure that if – if you deserve to get the question right, you deserve to get the question right, right? That seems to make sense. So we'll go to question number three. I'll check on the uh, – yes, it is It is the company that owns Extra. All right, let's go to question number three. This popular French dessert name actually means burned cream. This creme brulee? There it is. All right, Claire, that is two out of three. Very good performance. Stay on the line. Stay with us. Lauren is going to come back into the studio, and you can listen to see how Lauren does, all right? I'm back. All right, question number one for Lauren. What color are Mario's shoes? How in the heck? I've never looked at his shoes. He's got blue overalls. He wears a red hat. I'm going to assume his shoes are black, but I have no clue. I'm going to go black. They're not black. Question number two. This is the number one producing chewing gum company in the United States. Oh, man. Wrigley or Trident? Wrigley or Trident? Those two are coming to my brain. I'm going to go Wrigley. And you are correct. Wrigley. Claire said extra, which Wrigley owns extra. Oh, okay. All right. Question number three. This popular French dessert name actually means burned cream. Burned cream? Ew. Uh, I'm going to creme brulee? And that is correct. You guys get two out of three. Claire and Lauren both tie with two out of three. You guys flopped on questions. Mario's shoes are brown. Claire got that one right. How did you know that? Was it a guess or did you know his shoes were brown? I look at his shoes. Like, I play Mario Kart a lot. See, she plays Mario Kart. And when you're playing that game, you got to look at the shoes. He's got brown leather (laughs) shoes. He's a plumber. That's what you got to do. I like the strategy. You know, I think Claire deserves half a point because she said extra, which is owned by Wrigley. That's the number one producing chewing gum company. I will allow that. And that means, and you both got creme brulee, which is burnt cream in French. So, Claire, with that half point that we're going to give you, you are officially today's winner and listener versus Lauren. Claire, way to go. (laughs) Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and I did not think we'd be talking about uh, do you when you are married to or in a relationship with a identical twin, do you find their twin to be attractive too? Uh, We've got a lot of text on this. So to recap, Cameron Diaz is married to one of the Benji. She's married to Benji Madden of Good Charlotte. His brother, twin brother, Joel, is married to Nicole Richie. And Cameron Diaz was talking about her relationship with her husband, Benji. And she said that she is not at all in any way attracted to his brother. And I'm like, 
Okay, you got to be a little bit, right? Because he's they're think. identical. They look the same. I would think. Like, if Lauren was an identical twin, I would absolutely be like, oh, yeah, Lauren's sister yeah. is good looking. And, and I know that attraction is more than just surface level, right? Sure. You can be attracted to somebody for a lot of reasons. Who they are as a person, you know, likes and dislikes. But uh, a lot of texts on this, those of you who are in a relationship with a twin or maybe you are a twin. What a life. Do you ever get screwed up and you mix up yourself with the other twin? I always think that could be a possibility. Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, this text says, I dated an identical twin but was not attracted to his brother. How? I'm sorry, but how? I understand maybe, like, personality-wise, but I'm just talking straight physical. Just looks. How can you say I, I'm physically attracted to one but not physically attracted to the twin? This text says twins can switch places and partners wouldn't even know most times. See, I, I don't think I buy that. I feel like I'd be able to know my partner, my spouse. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to know. think of identical twins that I know. I just know one pair truly that I grew up with, yeah. and... Yeah, I think I could always tell the difference between the two. I don't know. <laughs> I'm married to an identical twin, and her sister makes me want to gag. <laughs> okay, that's that's so messed up. <laughs> but I'm sure they're considering personality. But I, again, if you take it just physical, you you cannot say one is attractive and one yeah. is not because they're identical. This is says, I dated an identical twin in high school, and yes, I found her sister attractive. None of my friends or anyone thought it was weird because they look exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what, totally what I'm thinking. I'm an identical twin, and my husband has never been attracted to my sister. Do you know that? I'm just saying. Do you know that he's not attracted to your sister? Well, if I would say attracted means the entire sense of would you marry my sister? No, probably not. But if they look physically the, good, the same. Like, do you find them good looking, yeah, I yeah. guess, is the question. That, that's the best way to put it. Because attraction is more yeah. than looks. Do you find them good looking? Right. This one says there is a difference between thinking someone is attractive and being attracted to them. I agree. Um, I am married to an identical twin and my husband is much better looking. It also has a lot to do with personality. Yeah. Yeah. If they're okay. an identical twin, though, much better look. I mean, I guess their hair could be different. They could have a lot of different features or style, right? One yeah. could dress totally buttoned up and fancy. The other one could be more casual. And- I also feel like I'm missing out on an opportunity. Dating a twin sounds like a ton of fun. I don't know. I mean, it just it feels like a lot of fun. I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> I know it's kind, of a, it's kind of a rare thing to do. I mean, you got to find an identical twin that's single and then date them, and they have to be attracted to you, but it seems like right. a fun time. This text from Becca says, I am an identical twin, and I have identical twins. Wow. Well, uh, we tend to do things a little differently as far as hair, clothes, et cetera, but we all look alike. I've never had a guy I've ever dated uh, look at my twin sister that way. As far as my identical twins, they have had the same guys want to date them both. See? I've never really thought about the fact that it's because they look alike. I literally can't believe I never thought about this. If I, if I, was, in, if I was in high school, all right? If I was in high school and I was dating and I was attracted to one of the identical twins, I would probably in the back of my mind be like, well, if one doesn't like me, maybe I'll try to ask out the other one. Like I'd try to ask out one to prom and if she was unavailable, I'd be like, well, <laughs> your twin, can they go out? I know they're different personalities, That's but Joey still. That's Joey admitting he only cares about looks and not personality. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Yeah, because but, they have different personalities. They can look alike. I know they have different personalities, but there, there has to be a part of you that goes, well, Physical attraction is a big part, and at least that box is checked for two for one. It's like a two for one combo. Oh my God. That's what it is. Well, there you have it. Right. The life of being a twin or being in a relationship. It just with a sounds twin. so fun. Gosh, I wish I had a twin. Our boss, his, his oldest sons hey, are twins. Careful what you say. We could have twins one day. Yeah, that freaks me out. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn Today? I learned that just people have it against me because. 
Lauren, Lauren injures my dad, and she's not called a bad daughter-in-law. I want to save some money, and I'm flying Lauren's mom down. I'm paying for flights to fly down and see us, and I'm called the cheapskate because I sent her on a layover in Oakland. So Couple layovers. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I think something happened where people decided that Lauren's the hero and I'm the villain. That's well, okay. on that, a lot of people have given suggestions on what I should do to kind of make things right with your dad because now he might have to have rotator cuff surgery and Joey's trying to get people to say that I should pay for his surgery. Yeah, so Lauren... So that backfired. Lauren injured my dad playing pickleball and now he needs surgery. Way to go. But a lot of people are saying that I should maybe help out out of kindness, not obligation. So if I wanted to contribute, I can. Uh, Someone says pay for lessons for pickleball for Lauren and your dad. Yeah, (laughs) learn how to play, guys. Figure it out. Come on now. Uh, this one says, uh, Lauren, it's clearly not your fault. Joey's reaching. Uh, this one says, I don't think she should pay. Accidents happen, but she should be his personal assistant for a year. A year? A year? What does that mean? I go move in with your Yeah, parents? I was going to say, problem is they live five and a half hours away. Are we going to live separate for a while? And this makes me sad. The follow-up says, I just had a rotator cuff surgery and two months after the surgery, I still can't lift my arm. Wow. The doctor told me it'll be a good year before it feels normal. Oh, no. That's what you did to my dad. Uh-huh. And he's 70 next <laughs> month. Come on. Someone says, I'm with Joey. I would have totally saved 120 bucks yeah, to you. book an indirect flight. And the sports accident was just that, an accident. An accident, fine. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren On Demand.